This is the official Caps Church Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. What's going on, folks? So, Polly, we've got a really good episode today. We've got a very special guest, Kristen Lewicki from the Buffalo Buttes, number 25, joining us from the NWHL to talk a little women's pro hockey. And, <clears throat> Paul, you've worked your ass off for this interview, I know, so you're very excited, I'm sure, right? Yeah, uh, you know, since you put that out there, that I've been the one working on it. Hopefully it turns out well. Yeah, this is all Polly, and if it's terrible, um, it's all on you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we do have to pay the bills real quick. So I want to talk to you about DraftKings Sportsbook app. This weekend's UFC 261 is sure to be a can't-miss event. Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with a DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all players a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Plus, don't forget about basketball and hockey, where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs throughout the week. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Both you can use code THPN and enjoy a ton of great offers. Do it. Thank us later. Thank us later. All right. So, Polly, I think we should just, you know, pop tabs right now and get right into this interview. What about you? Yeah, let's do it. One, two, three. All right. Polly, I know, has a big intro for our guest, Kristen Lewicki, number 25 of the Buffalo Buttes at the NWHL. So, Polly, take it away. All right. So, uh, we'd like to welcome our guest, two-time NCAA first-team All-American, 2017 NCAA Division Three Player of the Year, 2017 nominee for NCAA Woman of the Year, the all-time leader in Adrian College for points, goals, game-winning goals, power play goals, shorthanded goals, assists, tied for first games played, 2018 NWHL All-Star, winner of the 2018 Fastest Skater Competition, the first West Virginia hockey player to make it into Major League Hockey, Moundsville-born Wheeling, West Virginia hockey product. She grew up playing hockey in the same place as me, so uh, pretty cool. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Lewicki. Kristen, uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to us, and how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on here. Absolutely. Uh, I... I, I saw the smirk on your face during all of those steps. Did you know about all of those leading leaderboards? 
that you uh, were I didn't know about all of them, but I was not expecting him to read them all, so that's why I was smirking. Well, you know, you <laughs> earned it, so you deserve to be uh, let the world know. Yeah, Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, Polly and I hold zero records for anything, so... Uh, well, know, maybe- speak for yourself. I am the all-time points leader in West Liberty hockey history. <laughs> Three seasons of the lowest club hockey available. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. And I probably would be up there too if Polly wasn't padding the stats and his information. Yeah. Uh, so, benefits uh, of being the president. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, before we get into hockey, the uh, most important topic here uh, your dog. Tell us about your, your husky baby. Uh, she's a little crazy. She'll be two in June. So she's still pretty young, but oh yeah, she's great. She's a handful, but she's a lot of fun. Keeps me busy, and uh, and just loves to run around and cause chaos. But it's all right. Do you yeah. take her with you when you go up to Buffalo? Uh, I did not this year. I left her here with my parents just because uh, I was living with three other teammates, and I just weren't really sure how they were with dogs and whatnot. So I just left her here. Yeah. Right. Plus, yeah, I mean, Huskies are very high in energy, so. Yeah, and they shed a lot, so. And some people don't like dog hair and everything, so. Yeah. Just figured it'd be easier. Yeah, we both have dogs. You have two now, Polly, and I don't like dog hair everywhere, but I feel like it's it's inevitable, right? Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. So, you know, we uh, went over your list of impressive accomplishments, which I'm sure We'll just continue to grow. Uh, let's go back to the beginning. Uh, you came up, like I said, through the same amateur organization as me. Obviously, you went on to play uh, higher levels as you got you know, into high school and such. But uh, Wheeling, West Virginia, Waha. Uh, growing up, it's every kid's dream to play. When did you realize that you know, college and pro was a real possibility? Um, college was probably when I like was around the age of 12. I like really decided that I was like serious about hockey and wanted to play college hockey. So then that's when I transferred to like the girls travel team out of Pittsburgh to kind of get more recognition and be able to travel and kind of showcase my talent. So around 12, 13, I really kind of started to like fall in love and knew that's what I wanted to do in college. Wow. That's uh, a, <clears throat> that's interesting because, you know, much like, yeah, the other side, you know, the the boys, I mean, if you're not on somebody's map by 12, I mean, you're not on anybody's map literally, right? I mean, it's so competitive. Yeah, and I think anyone who's done anything out of Waha has had to go into the Pittsburgh area or anything mm-hmm. to get recognition. Um, so, you know, uh, it's good to see that, you know, you made it happen. You know, everybody dreams it, but you made it happen. Um. So I do have a question to interject real quick. Do you consider yourself a wheeling hockey product or do you, or a a West Virginia hockey product, or do you consider yourself more of a Pittsburgh hockey product? I would say wheeling just because that's where I'm started. And like most people know I'm from West Virginia. They don't even really, they don't even consider me from the Pittsburgh area. So I would say wheeling for sure. All right. Yeah. All right. There we go. Bonafide. Bonafide. Yeah. So I'm from, or I, I traveled around a lot, but I played high school hockey in Virginia <clears throat> outside DC, which is why I'm a Caps fan. And, and, you know, obviously, but, uh, 
I always rip on Pauly, and I'm like, dude, there's like, you know, like uh, West Virginia hockey, you had to be better than like what four teams, three teams to to win a state championship, and I always give him shit. But uh, this is uh, it's it's really good to hear that that what that I guess West Virginia hockey's putting a, putting a, themselves on the map through you. Uh, hopefully, I hope it kind of picks up on the map and more people get interested, even if they start here and then kind of go to Pittsburgh or even Columbus, Ohio, other places like that. Just kind of start from your roots and then go where you need to go to grow your game. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I noticed um, on the Buttes uh, social, you had a, a Valentine, Will You Be My Valentine. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that uh, I like that, you know, you're giving the shout out. Little double entendre there, right? Yeah. Wheel because you're fast and from wheeling, right? Or from the wheeling area, yeah. Yeah, it nice. works out. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, I was I was looking at your stats, and I was wondering when it comes to high school because you played um, in the boys' league for John Marshall. Mm-hmm. Um, because of your schedule up in Pittsburgh, was it basically like you played whenever you could? And everything in the travel team, whether it was a practice or a game, always took priority? Yeah, pretty much. The playing with uh, high school is basically just to get extra ice time Yeah, and, like, get on the ice more um, for when we didn't have practices with Pittsburgh. But, yeah, uh, my Pittsburgh hockey came pretty much before anything high school related. Yeah, well, worked out. <laughs> yeah, considering John Marshall wasn't that good anyway. Oh, yeah. shout out John Marshall. Shout yeah. out John Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but hey, you know, it's fair. Yeah. They um, had some decent players. They did, like your brother. He uh, oh, pretty goodness. much single-handedly <laughs> beat us my freshman year for their first ever varsity victory. He was more of like a fighter. I wouldn't really say a skillful player. Well, he was very out of character that day because he dominated us. <laughs> Surprised. Yeah. By, by the way, Paulie went to Central, uh, if you didn't know, so... Yeah, yeah, we didn't like them. Yeah. <laughs> no one does. No one. They like themselves. That's the only people that uh, that, that really like them. Essential people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like we uh, said in your intro, your college career was very impressive. You hold all the scoring records. Um, can you tell us about the recruiting process and your experience playing for the Bulldogs? Uh, the recruiting process was definitely a roller coaster of a ride. <laughs> Because everyone hopes to go D1. You want to go the highest level you can go. So originally that was my goal. I I was only aiming for D1. I wasn't even looking at D3 schools. Um, And a lot of those kind of just started to fall through. A lot of them told me I was too small to play D1 and stuff like that. Um, So it got like, um, it was pretty late before I was going to graduate. And one of uh, our team Pittsburgh uh, he wasn't a coach, but he like would help out with us. He is the one that told me about Adrian College. So then I reached out to them and they brought me on campus like right away and offered pretty much told me on the spot that like they wanted me there. The only reason they didn't contact me is because they didn't think I'd be going D3. And as soon as I left, um, I was like, that's where I'm going. I was like, there's no question about it. I'm going to Adrian. I think my parents were surprised because it was five hours from home. I didn't, it was my first time being away, but I just knew right away after seeing the campus, talking to the coaches, and I met some of the players. I was just like, that's where I want to go. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, 
I'm sure that 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 red red they gave you the red carpet treatment, and that must feel nice. <laughs> yeah, they they treated me really well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> while you were there, you went to a national title, correct? Yes, we did. My senior year. Yeah, so uh, pretty successful program. Yeah, we we definitely. I say we we built that program like our my class. It was like they were decent when we got there. But I think every year, like, we got significantly better. And, like, our class, we had 10. We started with 12, and we graduated with 10. And I would say, like, our class became, like, the core group for that team and, like, really knew how to bring people into what we wanted and, like, what our culture was. So I would say each year we kind of just got closer and closer as a team, and it just made us better and better. And then our coach just started kind of believing in us more and letting us do what we needed to do. And um, ultimately we got to the national championship our senior year, but fell short, but still a great experience. Got to play on home ice in front of our fans and family and everything. So definitely something I'll always remember, even though we didn't get the outcome we wanted. Good stuff. Yeah. That's uh, still very impressive. Um, and speaking of the core, uh, following your season, senior season, um, you signed with the Buffalo Buttes, but not just you, your line mates, uh, Kaylin Shroka and Sarah Sherub. Um, Shrub. Shrub. Uh, did that make your transition into the pro game easier? And did the coach keep you guys together during your rookie year? Uh, it definitely made it a lot easier. It was made it more comfortable too. You're going there with people you know, people that know your hockey game as well, and you know theirs. Uh, so it was definitely – it was great going there as a line and going through that first year together. Uh, we stayed together for a little bit at the beginning, and then they kind of started mixing things up and just trying out different things. So we played together here and there towards the end. Um, I think through the whole season I stayed with Kaylin Shroka a lot. Like we were line mates pretty solidly the whole time. Um but it was great having there with me. They really helped a lot the first year, especially first year pro. You're, it's a whole different level. So having them there was a big help. Was <clears throat> was the uh, the speed, was that a big adjustment? Or do you feel like you were ready for the pros right at the start? I would say it was definitely a little faster, but nothing you could handle. I think it, the physical game was a lot more physical than what we were compared to. That was the biggest adjustment. Um, other than that, I mean, everyone everyone's skilled there. Um, everyone's good. Everyone can play the game. So it's just kind of like taking your level to the next gear just a little bit. And we had great uh, trainers there as well. So we got to work off ice, like I think it was twice a week. And we had a great training staff, so that really helped too. I was probably in the best shape of my life my first year because they really put us to work. So, but once you played a few games, you got pretty used to it. That's awesome. And for, can you explain the physicality of the NWHL in comparison to, uh, I mean, I guess the NHL in the sense of what's legal and what's not for some of the listeners who may not know? Uh, we aren't allowed to hit, but it's more of like, you can like body up on someone basically. So like, obviously if they're skating along the boards, you can't just come across the ice and hit them into the boards, but you can kind of like gently just use your body to like um, pin them into the boards and stuff like that. Um, 
I guess that's the main difference. You just can't really full on hit someone. Sure. But it's more about, uh, you know, being more physical in the corner or on, on the boards in the sense of like angling off, you can angle, yeah. you can angle players off. That's awesome. I mean, I think that, uh, the NHL is doing their best to try to get to more of that game. Uh, I think that that probably frees up talented players like yourself, uh, to, to, you know, do what they do best. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely, uh, a lot more of speed and stick handling and skills like that. Cause that's what you have to be able to use. You can't just kind of take someone out, but I mean, when you have good defense, that know how to angle you to the wall and kind of pin you and then you're stuck. Like you're out of luck unless you have a teammate there to help you. So it's definitely a very skillful game. Yeah, I watched the uh, Isabel Cup this year, and you know it wasn't gentle on the boards. That's for sure. Uh, I think you you undersold it a little bit, or undersold a little bit. Uh, I think you deserve a little more credit than you're given there. It, it's it's quite physical. Yeah, Let, let's just... I think it kind of depends on the refs too, what they kind of <laughs> let go. Like yeah. some refs will, if you like tap someone, they call the penalty, but other ones you can be a little more rough and they'll let you get away with it. Yeah, I think it'd be fair to say that uh, if any of anybody that we played beer league with uh, got that treatment, they'd probably be ready to fight or cry at right. least cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so speaking of uh, Izzy, um, this year due to COVID, um, the NWHL went with the bubble, um, which still almost had to be canceled. Uh, but after a delay, they were able to get the tournament together. Uh, how was the bubble experience? And would you say you prefer the bubble setup or a traditional season where you're going town to town in home rinks? Uh, I would definitely prefer going town to town and just visiting the other locations. It's more of a road trip. It's original. It's, it's fun. Like you get away. Um, so I definitely would prefer that. Uh, bubble wise, I mean, it was what you expect. Like you can't do anything. Um, you basically go to your room, go to the rink and that's about it. Um, but I mean, it, for us, it wasn't awful. Like, I mean, we knew that going into it. It's not like, Oh, Hey, you're going to a bubble. You can't see anyone. Like we already knew what we were getting ourselves into. So, um, I mean, I, I still worked when I was there. Actually, I had to continue working while I was at the bubble. So it was a little different for me. I wasn't just kind of sitting around all day. I would work and then I'd have to go to practice or if we would have Zoom meetings for our team stuff. So I was pretty busy. I wasn't just kind of laying around all day, like some of the other people that didn't have jobs and whatnot. But I mean, you just make the most of it. We were only there for two weeks. It's not like we were there for months. So it was pretty easy to deal with, honestly. That's cool. Um, and what what was your job? What did you what did you do? Uh, technically not allowed to talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. I just, I, I'm a contractor for the government. That's gotcha. all I can basically say. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Enough. Enough said. Fair yeah. enough. Um, so when it came to the bubble, was it like the only time you could see your teammates? Was it practice? Otherwise you had to go back to your room, stay in your room, like no yeah, interactions? Basically. Um, so it's either at the rank or like when we had to get food, they had like a conference room set up buffet style for us to come and get our food, but we'd have to get it and then go back to our room. So literally the rank. And then when we went to get food would be the only times we would see our teammates. 
dude. Uh, so I have to I have to ask, what's what's your favorite pregame meal? Probably pasta and chicken. Pasta and chicken. Yeah. Yes. Yep. What kind of sauce? <laughs> Red sauce. Yeah. Red sauce. Okay. okay. Classic. Right. Yeah. Yep. Traditional. Traditional. <laughs> you don't you don't mix sauces like Ovi does though. No. Which is <laughs> <laughs> so um did you have to did you have a roommate or were they that strict that you had your own room as well? Yeah, we all had our own rooms. Yeah. I can see uh for the 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 athletes who didn't have a job to keep their oh. mind off of things, it could get very, very lonely. Yeah, like we had a lot of players bring like PS fours or Xbox. Just to like have something to do during the day. Oh, what's what's a, what's a popular game among the buttes? <laughs> Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> it's all over society. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you? Do you do you take part? No, I'm not any good at Fortnite. I've played like twice, and I'm not any good. <laughs> <laughs> you play any games? Uh, usually just NHL. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm an NHL and FIFA. That's, that's about it. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a switch. I mean, I'm like so into Zelda, dude. Like, ugh, it's, <laughs> it's good to, because you can play it alone. You like, you can't play it with anybody else. So it's just kind of like a nice, relaxing, like, get away from everyone and just like, I don't know, climb a rock because <laughs> <laughs> climb things. I don't know, like uh, Breath of the Wild, man. It's fucking awesome. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, that probably speaks more towards my nerd, nerdness than anything else, but, uh, but yeah. Um, <laughs> um, you know, so, uh, you've played a couple years pro now in college. Um, uh, who would you say is the best player you've played against, uh, and the best player you've played with? That's a good question. For college and pro? Um, just pro. Pro. Um, I would say probably the best player I played with would have been my first year on Buffalo, Haley Scamara. She's now part of like the USA team. Um, she went to Northeastern. She was like really good and like her dedication to be better and all around and be the best player she can be is literally unreal. I've never seen anyone work so hard. So I'd probably say her. Um, and to play against, is that what the other one was? Yeah. Play against would probably be, I would, can it be a goalie? It's kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, dude, I knew it was going to be a goalie. I was actually going to have, it was going to be a goalie. I, I have a follow-up goalie question, so yeah, go ahead. I would, it would probably be Lev from uh, Minnesota. I, I actually played with her my first year at Buffalo, and then she went to Minnesota. She's just like, she's unreal. Um, she's definitely tough to score on, but I would say probably her for sure. You definitely don't, if you're on that opposing team, you don't want her in the net because she's very tough to score on. Well, I think what she hit a 44 safe shutout in the semifinals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's unreal. Yeah. The, uh, they played the, the riveters in that game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, I mean, it really wasn't, I don't think a dominant game by Minnesota. I think, I mean, yeah, Minnesota looked like the better team, but she just completely uh she controlled that game. That was she oh, yeah. was not going to be beat. She she will keep you in a lot of games. Like she hardly ever has like many bad games where she's like not seeing the puck well, but she'll definitely keep you in games for sure. Um and so 
when it comes to goalies um, going from the college to the pro game, what do you think the the biggest difference you noticed? Was it uh, form, athleticism, size? Was there anything you can pinpoint to, you know, what got those ladies to the league? I would definitely say, like, size um, was the biggest difference, at least for us. Like, I felt like in D3, like, a lot of the goalies were pretty small. And then when I got to the league, like, I felt like these goalies, like, covered the entire net. And I was just like, that was, like, the biggest difference, in my opinion. Yeah, that's tough when there's no room. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so since you've been in the, the pro league, have you noticed uh, as, you know, they, they do uh, Twitch streaming now and we've you've been on national TV, have you noticed a significant uptick in uh, fan support throughout the game? Yeah, definitely. Um, A lot of people definitely, like, tweet at us or um, trying to message us. And then a lot of people like saying how much they've watched the games, enjoy watching them. Um, and this year a lot was how much they wish they could come to games and like interact with us. Cause after our games, we would do, we have signings for like the little girls or even older people that would like a s- signature. Like they get a poster of all of us players and then we can sign them. So like, I know a lot of our fans like really like that because then they get to interact with us and like they can take pictures with us. So a lot of them were really like kind of missing that this year and not getting to do that. But I would say definitely each year you can tell that more and more people are starting to like watch and get involved and want to support a team. So I would say it's definitely have grown a lot since my first year. Yeah, I mean, uh, you've made a fan out of me. My uh, my wife and I, we have your jerseys. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm wearing one of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I bought a jersey shirt and a jersey. Uh, I loaned it to Love Troll it. for the interview. Um, you know, that kind of sounds like uh, the Sunday night nailer stuff growing up, getting to do yep. the, the skate <laughs> after. And I, I think fan interaction is, you know, in addition to being on national TV, interacting with the fans is the best way to grow the game and, you know, get the next generation started. Have Has anybody been like – Kristen, you're my favorite player. Like, can I have your autograph? Yes. <laughs> is that? I've had, I've had people ask for like a piece of my equipment and stuff like that. <laughs> or, like if they can have like my stick or my glove or even like my pants. <laughs> like, what the heck? This is so weird. But I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Is, yeah. I mean, what is that like? Like, I mean, going from, you know, playing college and, and I'm sure you had fans there, but like making it into the league and then. I, I, if somebody asked me for an autograph, I'd be blown away, dude. Like, yeah. what's is it? Is it a crazy culture shock, or or do the do the people that I guess like handle you, I guess the marketing of the team, kind of do a good job? Or I mean, what's that like? Uh, yeah, I would say at first it was definitely very weird. Like, I was not used to it at all. Um, so definitely got had to get used to it. Um, but after a while, I mean it's kind of pretty cool. Like you have little girls coming up to you and be like, Oh, I want your autograph or like, I have your Jersey. Can you sign it? So like, it's kind of, you just kind of take it in. You're like, wow, like these people actually like really look up to us and like really love what we're doing. So once you kind of look at it from that perspective, it, it's kind of like a really good feeling and, and you kind of do feel important and you feel like professional. So, but I would definitely say at first it was 
a big culture shock. I was like, not, I had to like work on my signature. Cause I was like, this is really bad. <laughs> I, I feel that because I know that my signature is trash. Um, <clears throat> actually, I just had to sign a bunch of papers on a house and stuff. And I was just like, I felt embarrassed even with just like a lawyer there looking at me. Like, oh, that's, I felt like she was judging me the whole time. Um, yeah. So I, I get it, man. So do you do the, do you do the full, your full name or are you, uh, are you in a, a first initial? Like, how's it go? Yeah. You just do first and first initial with a little scribble and then last initial with a little scribble and then my number. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. I mean, that, yeah. that's as pro as it gets. Yeah. Uh, Short speaking, and sweet. Yeah. Speaking of which, I got to give you love for the, uh, for the number 25. I wore that all through high school and college. So, uh, so nice. Very nice. What, what's the story behind 25? How'd you get it? Uh, I just got it when I went to Pittsburgh. I actually wanted like 18, but someone already had it. So they gave me three options of numbers and one was 25. So I was just like, all right, I'll take that one. And then it just kind of stuck. <laughs> I feel like that's how it always goes. Like right. when I when I was a freshman in high school, I was obviously terrible, so I, I didn't play much. And they're like, "Well, we've got these numbers," and I was like, "Twenty five is fine." <laughs> so I feel like uh, that may be the fate of all twenty five number wearers, right? It's an yeah. odd number. Yeah, you grow to love it, though. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, um, and you were talking about you know getting more fan messages and stuff. And I just wanted to say thank you for responding to me because I realized the way I messaged you may have looked bad because I was typing to you and I hit enter. And so it sent just, hey, Kristen. And I meant, I meant to do like the next line down. And I'm sure you noticed I initially reached out in four like subsequent messages because I said, hey, Kristen. And then I sent the bulk of the message I wanted. And then I said, here's the link, but I didn't put the space in, so the link didn't go. So just one long word, and then I sent the link, and I was like, God, she, she's just going to see the link in her messages and think I'm like some From spammer. From Polly Cupcakes. Yeah, right. <laughs> From Polly like, Cupcakes. Hey, hey, Kristen. Yeah, it's right. It's Polly Cupcakes. Right? Like, Click the link, please. Yeah. So I really appreciate you looking at it. Um, because I completely biffed it. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah. No, you're fine. Yeah. You're good. Polly's, Polly's a creep, but not that creepy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I have a question here. So moving it on to a little bit of a lighter subject, you know, what's, uh, do you, do you follow the men's pro game and do you have a favorite men's, like an NHL team? I do follow. My favorite team is the Penguins. Oh, <laughs> And we knew we that, was knew that was coming. Yeah, yeah, we knew that was going to happen. We knew that was going to happen. Uh, so I have some bets with uh, with the other guys on the network here, uh, the Hockey Podcast Network. You know, we have shows for every single um, every single NHL team, and even some more. We're getting some bigger names uh, for people who do like mental health, like Theo Fleury just signed with us. Uh, Couple other guys, uh, Terry Ryan, Brad Lee. We've got some some ex NHLers on. We've had Carl Alsner on a couple times, um, and uh, and Oli Kolzig. Oh, and Oli Kolzig. Yeah, can't forget Godzilla himself. Um, <clears throat> so, what's your prognosis? Like, what do you think the uh, the Penguins are going to do? Because 
my whole thing, the bet was uh, that the Capitals are going to outlast the Penguins this season in the playoffs. I initially said the Penguins weren't even going to make the playoffs, but I think they're doing their best to shove that up my hoop. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, they were struggling there a bit at the beginning, but I think they're slowly coming together. And I think once they get everyone back from injuries, I think they're going to be pretty good. I think they'll have solid four lines and goalies are starting to come together and pick that, pick it up on the back end. So, I mean, I, I think they'll make a run. Aren't they second now in the standings? I think. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, they, they were. Uh, they were three or they points. Might, they might have dropped today with losing to Buffalo. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good thing, right? I mean, yeah. are you a bit conflicted there uh, with uh, being in Buffalo and and or, or being a Buffalo Butte and having uh, the Phantom of the Penguins? I mean, is there a lot of is there any crossover? I guess between the Sabers and and the Buttes. Uh, there was my first year because the Pagulas, they own the Sabres. And then halfway through my first year, they picked up the Buttes. Okay. So then there was my first year. And then the second year when I actually played for the Riveters, the Pagulas owned Buffalo full-time that second season. But then after that season, they dropped them. So like now Buffalo Sabres won't have anything to do with uh, the Buttes because of that whole... I don't know what would happen because I wasn't there, but I just like this year, like we try to get Buffalo to send like the cardboard cutouts to like Placid, like how some of the other teams were doing, and they wouldn't even answer us back. Oh, Brutal. That's a shame. Yeah. That's shitty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I guess uh, that's what you get when you're when your team's an absolute dumpster fire like the like the Sabres are. So, yeah. uh, hey, you reap what you sow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Eichel needs to uh, use his star power and speak out against this injustice. Yeah, no doubt. No, no doubt. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I mean, do you do you? Speaking of, of which, I mean, do you feel constantly underappreciated? I, I guess for for the product that that I mean, which I think that as far as men's and women's hockey goes, I think that the gap is the the shortest between women's hockey and men's hockey. I mean, yeah, like you don't see the big open ice hits and stuff, but like as far as it being the sport, you know, it's it's the same. It really is the same and honestly like all all of the women hockey players are are far better than than any scrub that says they aren't, right? What do you what do you, what's your what's your take, Kristen? Um I mean, I think I just don't feel like people like to watch the women's game because there isn't that much physical like there is in the guys. Like, I feel like people love that for whatever reason. And like, that's not in the women's game. So they're like, oh, it's, it's boring. Like, there's nothing physical. Like, there's no fights. Like, I just don't really feel like they fully understand how our game is played and like what's important in our game. But I mean, I think it's understanding it. I think is getting better. I mean, we had a lot of the NHL teams. Um, make videos and stuff this year for us. And I think they're starting to get more involved, which will obviously help with their fans kind of follow along with um, ours. So I think it's more of just like people learning about our game and learning who we are and the type of players that we are on the ice and kind of just following along and picking up what we do. Yeah, I mean, I I honestly was – mostly uh you know international that's about all the women's hockey i've watched but 
I'm I'm a Buttes fan now. I'm I'm an NWHLer, not L- an NWHL fan, not er, because I'm not in the league. But um, yeah, I mean, like, I just I think it's a great product, and if if people out there aren't watching, they're missing out on elite hockey. No doubt, no doubt. Um, and you know, speaking of that, you know, what do you think that hockey fans can do to help? support women's hockey and grow the game, whether it's at the pro level or any other level? Um, I kind of think just like, well, one, like following the social medias, because like a lot of stuff is posted on there, like when events are, like what could be coming up next. Um, so I think directing people in that area to like start following us so they know when things happen. So if they are interested or if they know someone that could be interested in an event or a game, like, they can know when that will take place and they can be there. Um, like, I know for Buffalo, like, they used to do a lot of stuff in the community before COVID. Like, they would go to hospitals and, um, like, charities and kind of hold events to get our name out there and get other people involved and, like, show that, like, we're here in Buffalo also. So um, I think just, like, getting to our social media so you know when things are happening and you can go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. What is um what does next season hold for the NWHL and, and for you in particular? I mean, are you, are you going to be with Buffalo and, and what's what's going to go on? I know as of right now they're planning for season seven and normal season seven with um, traveling to the other locations and whatnot. There was talk of adding a Montreal team um, for the season seven, but I think that might be on hold until season eight. But as of right now, it's normal. They're having uh, free agent camps. I'm pretty sure they're still having like the draft and um, season is supposed to like we can report back to Buffalo in September. So as of right now, it's as normal for myself. I'm unsure if I'll be playing again. I'm actually trying to get a new job. Okay. And if I get the, if I get a new job, um, I won't be able to play because I I could be anywhere in the U.S. if I get it. I don't know where yet. Um, so if that happens, I will probably have to call it quits for hockey for good and just kind of focus on actually being an adult. Um, <laughs> but if that doesn't happen, um, the possibility is still there. If my work would let me work in Buffalo again, I could do it. So right now it's kind of up in the air, and we'll just kind of see what happens. Fair enough. Well, you know, if you, uh, if you have to call it, you know, you – you know, you need to retire with with the uh, the knowledge that you've had a very impressive career, and you are without a doubt an elite athlete. No doubt. I appreciate that. And just a little bit of an offer: our beer league team is is struggling. We need a play driver. We need somebody who can who can carry the puck between the blue lines and into the offensive zone. Uh, obviously no tryout with your resume you are in you are you're 100 in if you would like to sign with our beer league team just saying i'm just putting that out there because we just lost a close game and uh i, I feel i'm pretty tore up about it honestly yeah I where, think if where you, do you play uh south point <laughs> oh, that's not yeah, far. yeah exactly so if, if you want to if you want to if you want to skate um you know, South Point's so trash about their sub list. Like, you have to have, like, a sub list before every uh, season. But our new season rolls around for summer, probably, what, in, like, a month? Yeah. So, yeah. 
Maybe maybe Polly will DM you and say, "Hey, do you want you, you looking for some ice? Need some uh, off season? Definitely be. I guarantee you that playing in the league that we play in, you will be able to pad the stats. You'll probably so you're not even allowed to score more than three goals in our league. Uh, so you'll probably cap that like every every game. I'm guaranteeing that. <laughs> Wait, you can't score more than three goals. I know. Isn't that the, the shittiest? Like the entire the entire game, you can't score more than three goals. Yes. Yeah. What happens if you do? Uh, is that the, penalty? No, the first time the first time the goal gets called back and it's an icing. The second time the goal gets called back and it's a penalty. Pretty harsh. What yeah. are you supposed to do if you get in front of the net? Like wide open shot, pass it? Well, maybe like, it's why is, why is that a rule? I don't understand. Well, probably because people for, like us for players want, like you we want to bring in <laughs> yeah we bring in ringers our ringer. <laughs> yeah i mean can't bring in an ex pro and have her throwing up you know 10 goals a game like, <laughs> that that'll make some people upset yeah i'll play left-handed so it'll be fine there you go there we go <laughs> oh my god that would be amazing that would be cool honestly we we need help please please yeah. join us no I, I would definitely play i need to skate and i don't mind well, there it is. There it, it is, is. Capstone. You just heard it. Sign, sign me up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll be hitting you up. You know, it's funny because uh, and one one quick jab to throw it at, at Parker, who you know, who's Paul's little brother. Uh, if you have any embarrassing stories, please tell us. But uh, he won't even play with us anymore because he's like, and and here's here's the ridiculousness of Parker Henry is that he's into softball now, isn't he? Yeah. What? Like slow pitch? Yes. Uh, or is it like, e, mm, it's like I think big, it is slow pitch. Yeah, just it's like, like men's church league. Yeah, church. Like well, men's. I mean, they're pretty serious. They like travel to tournaments and stuff. But S- serious. I don't know. Softball players. It's it's uh, yeah. It's it's not like fast pitch. No. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But you know, hopefully you. Well, I mean, it'd be cool if you don't have to retire. Um, yeah, just so you could play more for the Buttes, but obviously, you know, that's, right. <clears throat> and you know, it's it's something to be said that a player of your caliber can't get, you know, can't make a living wage, which is I think really shitty, uh, especially with the uh, instability of the league in the sense of like because it's, I mean, what's what's the longest season that the NWHLs played? Like twenty ish games? Is that right? Yeah, I think maybe twenty five max. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it'd be great to play, you know, the the closer to at least double that, right? I mean, I think that that's probably the goal of the league, is it not? I would I would think so eventually once I feel like they want to get more teams involved to be able to have to play those more games. Um so I would say definitely down the line. I mean, they they have a whole new like ownership now. Um basically after this year, so I would think they're probably definitely going to change some things. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, that's that's on the fans. The the fact that the fans aren't putting the money into it. And so mm-hmm. we need to be better, we hockey fans. Sure, no doubt. I mean, uh I think that you know, I I, I love hockey. I love to watch it in all all aspects, you know. So I I definitely think that uh there's I think that you know what's what I love about the NWHL is that They've basically said, like, we're going to do this without you, NHL. Like, we're going to do this regardless. And uh, because you know what the NHL wants to do is they want to 
let the league go bankrupt in some way and pick it up for pennies mm-hmm. on the dollar, which is, I think, I mean, that's anybody who, who, who knows a little bit about how leagues are going that that's so obvious. And I think that if the NHL could, would just swallow their pride and not have it be the WHL or whatever they, the, the women's hockey league or whatever they want it to be and just put their lot in behind it, it would, it would, definitely up a little bit of the stock in the NWHL, but you know, it's a, it's an uphill battle, but I think that I I think that the NWHL is really doing a good job. And that's what I love about it is that they're just like, we're going to do this on our own. Fuck off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Especially because like a lot of people want them, like want them to fail and like want them to like fold or give up the league. So the NHL can, start its own league or buy the league, like blah, blah. And I mean, they've stood their ground. They're like, no, like we believe in our league. We believe in our players. We believe in our coaches. Like they believe in the staff. So like they're basically just like, we're going to do it. Like we don't need you then. Yeah. No good, doubt. Good for them. Cause it's a great product. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think even just having like the individual NHL teams, cause like the Minnesota wild, they own the Minnesota white caps. And like Boston Bruins own Boston Pride, so I think even like if the own teams themselves started to kind of do that thing, like because I know eventually, like I think the league would like to have a team in like Pittsburgh and like um, other locations. So like even if we try to go in cities where there are NHL teams, so they can buy out the teams, like I think that would even be a big step. No doubt. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. I do have one last question before we let you uh, plug away on whatever you're working on now and whatnot, but um, the gear. So how does that work? Do you get free sticks? Like what do you have to pay for sticks? Like what, how does the, does Bauer come in and fit you? Like, do you get cool, cool, uh, I guess, perks in comparison to like your college playing days and obviously in comparison to any of us like scrub beer leaguers? Um, we get free sticks. We get three, but they're not Bauer, unfortunately. What brand um, are they? What brand are they? Or can you say? Yeah, I can say. We had to choose between CCM, Warrior, and True. I don't even okay. know what True was. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't pick True then? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then we get like helmets, gloves, and then we get like pant shells. We don't get like actual pants. They're just like covers. Okay. Um, and then other than that, that's basically all we get. And then, like, if we need something else, they'll obviously go and get it for us. But for the main part, it's just those things. So and then, obviously, you, a bag. We get a bag. When you give away, like, your pants that you said that <laughs> fan asked for, did they replace it? Are they like, all right, we'll get you another one? <laughs> no, the, the good thing was... Is, Cause I like to wear a girdle anyway. I don't yeah. wear like actual pants. So right. I had a, I had like two pair, I had two girdles. So that's the only reason I gave it away. Cause I was like, I have another pair that I can wear. I don't <laughs> yeah. have to go buy it or ask the league <laughs> to buy me something. So uh, that's why. <laughs> like who, the, who, that's crazy. Who asks for a girl? Cause so I wear a girdle to have an old tackla from the, you know, I'm 33. So like when I, or 34 now, Jesus. Um, oh. when I, when I, played in high school i was like because i always felt like pants were like too bulky and i just looked like ridiculous mm-hmm. in them uh 
and I got a girdle and I was like, oh yeah, I love this thing. It's so protective. It's lightweight. And you're in a girdle now too, right, yeah, Polly? I just switched like a year or two ago. Yeah, uh, much better. Girdles, girdles are it's far so and away better. the best. Oh yeah, they're the, they're the by far. If anybody listens to us and, and is like, whoa, do I need to get new breezers? No, throw the breezers away. Get a girdle and a shell. They're for sure. Do they just form to you? But anyways. I get so that that thing's soaked in sweat when I'm done with it. It's like here, you yeah. want this? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know anybody who would want that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like. What do they just have it hanging in a shelf in their house? <laughs> like, I don't know. It was so random, but <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> hey, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but uh, yeah, that's crazy. I, I was hoping that you would get a little bit more better treatment from the brands, you know, like uh, a little bit more yeah. stuff you would think. And these are pro players. So yeah, it's pretty limited. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. And then one last question I have this, this equipment uh, that's equipment uh, focused. What do you sharpen your skates at? Half inch. Half inch. Okay, that's what that's that's what I do. Yeah, Polly. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm a half incher too. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I do. You know what I have done though is the flat bottom V. Yeah, I did that once. Yeah, have you tried that, Kristen? What is that? The it's like this flat bottom V instead of like the round hollow. It's like a square, and it like it's <clears throat> well for a player like me who's slow. It's great because yeah. you get a lot of like. Uh, straight line speed and it feels like you don't have edges until you need them and then they're there so if you kind of just don't think about it it's it's great and uh i think a lot of like nhl players have moved over to it i know who is it matt cook uh was like dude this flat bottom v added like three years to my career from what i hear wow yeah but is it like new like did it just yeah i would say it's probably like five or six years old at least at the very least um i heard about it in college and i'd, I'd play with that so shit actually it's probably a lot longer i'm dating myself here again yeah uh yeah so maybe like 10 years old um <clears throat> but anymore i just get kluger to do it and uh it is he's got a he's, he's got the old nailers wheel going Ooh. so uh i'm sure you know billy higgins oh man we're just shouting out all the all the uh the wheeling elite i guess yeah uh <laughs> billy sold the old nailers wheel the the to kluger and kluge sharpens my skates so shout out billy and kluge <laughs> so i actually had one more um when you are done with your playing career and provided that your professional career allows it um, do you have a plan or, uh, the thought of maybe wanting to get into coaching or managing, or, uh, if it's not at the high level, do you think maybe you'd get into coaching at a younger level at some point? I would say I would, I would definitely not mind helping like with the younger generation, especially around here. Cause I feel like it's not like, I feel like it's growing here, but it's not like as big as in other locations or even doing like private lessons. I wouldn't mind doing that. Um, I would say at first, probably not because the job I'm trying to get into would be very demanding and I wouldn't have a lot of time, but maybe like down the road when I'm a little older and more like settled, I definitely would not mind like coming back and 
trying to help grow the game here more for the younger generation. Well, you might be uh, coaching Troll's daughter someday. Yeah, yeah. If, if she can, she's five, she's five now, and and I had her on like last year for the little yeah. pins. Uh, you know, of course, I, I took advantage of that program. It's a great program. It's one that Sidney Crosby, and that's the one. That's the one good thing I'll say about Sidney Crosby is that he started that little pins program, and it's an amazing program. It is uh, gives things like one hundred and fifty, one hundred thirty dollars. You get all the gear, skates, stick, everything, and you know anything you need to play hockey in like ten ice slots. I mean, you can't beat that. That's an amazing price to to get kids into hockey. Um, <clears throat> she was uh, less than thrilled sometimes. <laughs> I think you know the big thing is that she had like grandma and everybody else was there, so she knew she could get off the ice. Yeah. Um, you know, I was obviously on the ice with her, and I was like, "No, you can't leave." And then she'd just start crying, and I was like. <laughs> I can't handle this. <laughs> so, but uh, all good stuff. And, and, you know, I will say that in the, especially in this area, it would be so um, impactful for a player of your caliber to come back and, and help out if, if time allows. I know that for sure. Um, you know, it's, it's sad because they're really, there used to be, and, and it's recently, um, they've been able to field teams is that they've got the the girls travel teams now a couple age levels which is great um other than that the girls are kind of they have to play with the boys and uh you know that's that's great but uh getting developing any talent is tough that way in the sense of having a showcase for girls only you know what i mean yeah yeah it's um, definitely different and once you hit like a certain age like you need that transition to just girls so you can really showcased your skills against who you'd be playing against and uh, pick up on like how the game is played. Cause it's obviously different when you're skating with the younger guys, like how they play the game. Um, so it definitely helps when you get that transition over to the girls game. Yeah. I mean, young guys just want to hit. <laughs> yeah. That's all they want to do is just take guys heads off basically. <laughs> yeah. I was one of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. And look where he's at now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, so uh you know, before we wrap up, is there anything you would like to say or promote or plug or anything? I mean, definitely thank you for having me on and being supporters of the NWHL. I mean, it's really appreciative and anything helps just broadcasting it on here is definitely getting it out there and letting other people know that it it is a league and we are growing and we're just going to keep getting better. So definitely thank you for having me on and being involved in the league. Awesome. You, uh, you comfortable giving out your social in case people want to follow you? Yeah, I don't mind if I can think of it off the top of my head. <laughs> can I look it up? Cause yeah. I really don't know. Yeah. What it is. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> look it up. Uh, Caps fans. It's a good follow. Go ahead. Uh, she's on uh, a couple different platforms, but uh, we'll let her, we'll let her share which one. And, uh, you know, obviously you can, you can follow her and, uh, also simultaneously stay in tune with the NWHL. Definitely follow them. And the Buttes, the Buttes have a pretty good, uh, social, uh, presence. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty good on their social. Absolutely. I mean, the whole league is, I feel like all of them are pretty, pretty, pretty active on it. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So what's, what's that handle? Okay, Twitter, because Twitter, my Twitter is mainly used for hockey stuff anyway, because that's where everything is 
coming off of for our league and everything. And we have to retweet and all this stuff. So my, (laughs) my Twitter is it's K W I C K K underscore 25. There you go. There you go, folks. Give them a follow, give them a follow, check them out. Um, Follow the league. Yep. Follow the league. Do you know, Polly, do you know the, the league's handle? Uh, is it just at, w- at NWHL? I think so. It might be, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. And if you, uh, if you want to buy gear or, uh, you know, uh, you know, clothing, what, what have you, it's, uh, NWHL.zone is the website, correct? Correct. Yep. And, and I have then- everything, hats, shirts, jackets. I don't know, mugs, phone case, oh, <laughs> anything so I, you want. I did have a question. Uh, is Are you able to access past season uh, gear? Because it looked like they were only selling season six gear. Yeah, it's, it's they when they switch seasons, they like switch everything. So like you can't get jerseys from past seasons and stuff like that. So like once the new season begins, like the other stuff's like gone basically. Nice. Yeah. You're only shot as eBay. Yeah. That's, that's really <laughs> yeah. good for, uh, hopefully someone's selling something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's really good for, um, uh, for marketing in the sense of getting that's exclusive gear. Every time you buy something, it's definitely a collector's item. Yeah. So, so Polly, you're stocked up, but yeah. And I'm letting you wear my collector's item. Oh, I'm sweating so much <laughs> into this too. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Kristen, if you have nothing else, uh, I think we'll just we'll cut it off here. Uh, thanks a lot. Thanks so much for for coming on and talking about your experience and, and helping promote the the ladies' game for sure. Yes, of course, anytime. And thank you again for having me. It was great. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, you know, I hate to say it, but I hope that those penguins definitely do not make the playoffs. <laughs> but I think that they're solidly in. Which is I'm sorry, uh, but I think they're gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> they're probably gonna beat the caps. Oh, there uh, it is. There it is. All right. That's a good chirp. That's a good chirp. Yeah, so <laughs> you know, thank you for coming on. Uh thank you for answering me. And just remember, you are the only, and if that ever changes, the first West Virginia hockey product to play major league professional hockey. So take that to the bank. Absolutely. Uh, it's pretty cool. Hopefully we can get some more to that list though eventually. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and with the way West Virginia's going, maybe, maybe, possibly. Yeah. It's Hopefully growing. Game. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. All right, Caps fans. Well, this was our Thursday episode, but we wanted to stream it because we had such a great guest on. Um you'll catch us on Thursday when this episode goes live. But uh until next week, Taki Troll, Poly Cupcakes, and our awesome guest, Kristen Lewicki of the Buffalo Buttes, number 25, but number number one in your hearts. Until next week, take care. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on social 
and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.